All right. So this should be episode 41 of Both Laugh, the Dying Scene Quarantine chat show, even though we're not really in quarantine anymore, I guess. <laughs> uh, and this episode, I'm really excited about this. Uh, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while since especially the last album came out. But we've got Nate Cook, who you might know from the Yoppers, uh, and he's embarking on a really cool and amazing endeavor uh, tomorrow. Um, yes. Nate, thanks for doing this. I appreciate thanks you taking for having me. I really appreciate it. So yeah, um, as I was sort of hinting at, you're uh, you're leaving tomorrow to go on a bike ride. Just I a, am. Little, a little bike ride from <laughs> Brooklyn to Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, with stops in um, with stops in uh, Chicago and Austin. So we're taking the long way. So where did this idea come from? It. I will tell you, this is sort of a full circle moment for me. I've been doing interviews in one format or another for Dying Scene for ten years now, and the very first one I did was with a guy named Kenny Livingston, who was the drummer for uh, the band Sugar Cult, amongst other okay. bands. And probably 10 years ago, he had this idea to buy a beach cruiser, like a three-speed beach cruiser, and start uh -huh. in Huntington Beach, California, and go to uh, Washington, D.C. Okay, um, yeah. As On a beach cruiser, as a way to raise money for, like, uh, public school lunches and stuff like that. It was oh, about so nutrition cool. and health. And so he ended up going, yeah, all the way to Washington, D.C. Uh, so that was the very first interview I did was somebody <laughs> biking from L.A. to the East Coast. And so 10 years later, here we are, and you're going backwards. But uh, yeah. how did this come about? <laughs> I'm as a, as a longtime avid road cyclist, it's always an idea that I've, like, toyed around with but would never – ever do but where did this come from this is this is fascinating to me uh the the pandemic kind of just put me in a position where i was either going to drink myself to death or figure something else out and i hadn't been on a bike in probably like a decade um and so as soon as i got back onto cycling it just like kind of was immediately like a super addictive for me and um uh, I just started biking like every, every single day, everywhere, as far as I could all the time. And, um, last year, kind of on a lark, I decided I wanted to go ahead and just do like a long distance cycle ride. And I wanted to, you know, maybe go like seven or 800 miles. And I picked Tulsa and I was just going to do it kind of as a, just for me sort of thing. And then I was like, well, why not try and leverage my platform a little bit and, um, try and give back to, to, um, uh, the community that's been so good to me. So I uh, decided to ride for Sweet Relief, which provides financial relief for musicians um, that are in dire straits. And so this year, when when I was planning this, I wasn't planning on anything being open. So I didn't think that touring was going to be an option. Obviously, that's kind of, uh, the landscape has changed since then a bit. Um, everything's kind of starting to open back up. But um, I, uh, I really wanted to just kind of up the game. And I figured this would probably be the last year I get to do something like this. Cause I'll probably be on tour for the rest right. of my life. Right. So I was like, well, uh, maybe this is, it is probably my only opportunity to do it. So I decided that this was going to be the year that I went big. So um, yeah, just wanted to do the same, the ride for the same organization, but just do a much larger scope. And here we are. How much training did you do last year to go from essentially not really riding a bike for 10 years to decide to go, okay, I'm going to do 700 miles. Like, like how much training did that involve? I started biking at the end of May of last year and my bike ride last year, I believe was in the, at the beginning of September. Um, and I had done like one century. Um, and I had, I mean, I was biking a lot. I, yeah. I was deeply unprepared. Um, and, uh, wasn't, and I, I feel like maybe even more so this year cause, cause it's just, 
the 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 magnitude of it this year is just a lot larger um but yeah no i mean training i don't know i'm very unfocused very um uh very uh haphazard and i don't know it worked out I can't, I don't know. <laughs> but no i i would say that my training was uh minimal to, yeah unfortunately <laughs> what did you have for a bike i read that you got sort of like a beater or a secondhand bike or something like that i did i had i had like a bikes direct like signature model something or other it's like a no-name brand Um, and that was what i was riding initially i started on a hybrid and then moved over to a road cycle but that was it was like you know a 300 hundred dollar bike and that's what i did it on um this year um considering the scope i i upgraded to you know carbon fiber frame and just you know normal cyclist douchey shit um (laughs) (laughs) you know i've got my trek sl5 now and um yeah i'm I'm pretty stoked to i i honestly have ridden it maybe a grand total of 50 miles so far i've kind of just been like waiting to like break it in um so, so what we'll have see. you been riding up until then have you still uh, been on i your... was still riding i was still riding that bikes direct um I oh was that's tra- great i was training for an iron man which i just did a couple of weeks ago or a week and a half ago or something yeah. and, um and uh i was that was on a road bike and my gravel bike would not have been a good uh substitute for that so i decided that i was just going to ride my old bike until basically this trip so that's that's where i'm at <laughs> It's probably like to make a baseball reference, but it's probably like, you know, guys are in the on deck circle and they've got a they've got the weight around the bat trying to like and so that when they take the weight off, then it feels lighter. It's probably a little bit like that to go from riding because for people that don't know, like a cheap bike is heavy. Like yes, they can be. Uh, my 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 gravel bike is slightly heavier than my my road bike, but not by much, and it's so much more comfortable. So I think that that's going to be the big, the big thing. I'll tell you what I didn't plan on. I was looking at my route today. I think in the first six days of this ride, there's twenty five thousand feet of elevation that I'm I'm going to have to do um, going through Pennsylvania. I don't know. It's just taking me some oh, while. Oh yeah. So I was not, I don't, I don't know why I didn't bother looking at that until today. So I'm a little bit panicked because tomorrow I think it's, I, tomorrow's 4,000 feet over 70 miles and the following day's 5,500 feet over 70 miles. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. I, so I'm on the East Coast and that wouldn't have even dawned on me because yeah, you're not I, I coming to like the White Mountains or whatever, like yeah. in New Hampshire. You're going. Well, I think we're going I'm going through the Poconos. Yeah, so I yeah. Think, I forgot that those existed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that should be interesting. Um, I'm not much of a climber and um, I kind of fucked my knee up uh, doing this Ironman a little while ago. And so I'm kind of just recovering from it. So I'm a little bit nervous, um, but we'll see. I don't know. Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe this will be a very short lived endeavor. Who knows? <laughs> How did you plan your route? Did you, did you follow like a route that somebody else had done previously or did you throw darts at a map? I or? honestly picked cities that I thought I could do well in as a solo artist and okay. then just plugged it into this app called Kamut, uh, which is a pretty gr- great, uh, like, both like, you know, long distance, uh, endurance writing, uh, app that does, does that sort of stuff. I have done almost no research on whether or not the route's actually, you know, salient and uh, whether or not it's safe. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be, uh, in, in, in standard fashion for me, going to be very seat of my pants. Um, <laughs> and I mean, there's only so much you can plan. I mean, I can't call, you know, every tourism board in every city and be like, hey, is it safe to bike on this road? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, right, right. Um, but no, I'm definitely not following any prescribed route. And uh, that could be my undoing we'll see (laughs) a very punk rock diy nationwide bike tour (laughs) that's right exactly
Um, how much training are you able to do at climbing and elevation? Where do you do most of your, your riding? Thank goodness that I do most of it in Colorado, okay. um, yeah. which is where I'm from. Um, but I don't, again, I don't spend a whole lot of time climbing. I, I'm, I'm kind of a pussy in that way. I don't, it's not my, uh, <laughs> no, it's believe, not my I get it. Yeah. I, I, I want to go fast. You know yeah. what I mean? That's all I really care about. So, um, so this is going to be for an out of the gates, uh, first few days, 25,000 feet is going to fuck me up. So this should be pretty agonizing, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited to give it a shot. <laughs> Yeah, that that seems overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to. I was telling some friends of mine who aren't cyclists, and they were like, "Okay, yeah, that seems fine." But I think anybody who's a cyclist, you know, even like at especially at my level, like very mid tier, bottom yeah. rung, like yeah. um, you know, doing this for the first time, that's a lot of elevation. <laughs> yeah. So, it's like, I'll try to go around uh, where I live. I live just north of Boston, and uh -huh. um, w we have hills in our area. But I will. I would much rather go for a longer ride that's flatter right. than go yeah. for a shorter ride in my neighborhood and like through the right. hills. I'm like, no, I'll just go that way because yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'd rather go 100 miles than like 20 miles of hills. But unfortunately, tomorrow is I think 73 miles of of mountains. So yeah. where are you leaving from? Brooklyn, from New York City? <laughs> I'm leaving from Horace Greeley statue in Manhattan, which is in City Hall Park. Um, Horace Greeley is, uh, was the person who came up with the quote that is the namesake for my ride. Um, and so I figured it would be fitting to leave from his statue. Although interestingly, I immediate, I basically leave city hall park and then just bike to a ferry. So <laughs> it's going to be kind of an <laughs> underwhelming start. You know, I'm going to get all fucking amped up, throw on like eye of the tiger and then immediately get on a fucking boat. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm doing that. And then I think, uh, I landed in New Jersey in Newark and then from Newark, I'm trying to make it just to just north of Allentown in Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Horace Greeley, coincidentally, I believe, from my home state of New Hampshire. If I'm not, oh, if I'm okay. not mistaken, yeah. Uh, or at least his family. He's got family ties because I, I got gotcha. The big like uh, city park in the town that I grew up in was called Greeley Park, named okay. after people in his family. Um, yeah. For those that don't know, the the ride is. Uh, rather funnily titled Go West Aging Man. Instead of Go yeah. West Young Man, it's Go West Aging Man, which I think yeah. is great. Thank you. <laughs> uh, do you. So what's the plan? Do you have somebody following along with you? Do you have like a support van and all that stuff? Or? So this, it's complicated this year. Um, I drove out in my van, my band's Sprinter, uh, and it has all my gear, but I'm moving all of my stuff to a friend's vehicle who's going to follow me for the first week. My plan initially was to go self-supported, um, and then uh, my mother heard about it and <laughs> insisted that she follow me the entire way, regardless of whether or not I wanted her there. So now yeah. my mom is joining in a week and will be following me from basically Pittsburgh to Los Angeles. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So you have <laughs> yeah. somebody basically going to Pittsburgh with you and then... Or yes, and then and then mom takes over. <laughs> that's pretty great, and yeah, I have to imagine my parents would do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Two months with my mother on a on a grueling physical endeavor <laughs> should be interesting. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> It'll be motive extra motivation for you, right? Yeah, like, that's right. I can't fail in front of my mother. Yeah. Seriously, just, just that extra weight. Great, I can't wait. <laughs> you got a bunch of sponsors on board. I know Sierra Nevada is involved. I know Jam in the Van is involved. How did? Uh, did you sort of undertake that or did it, was that because of kind like of. sweet relief or jam in the van was the first per were the first people I got in contact with really. And I, well, Sierra Nevada had done last year's ride, but jam in the van 
came on board essentially as somebody who was seeking sponsors on my behalf. So once I had Jam in the band, all the other sponsors kind of came with them. They, they went out and recruited and did all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, so I, I mean, they've been fantastic, thank God, because I would not be able to afford to do this. <laughs> um, so, uh, but the, yeah, it's been great. Uh, we got Quadlock on, um, GoPro is on, um, there's a musician out of uh, the Boulder area named Jace Allen who's doing it. We've got, we've got really great sponsors this year, uh, uh, Attack Pick. Um, so yeah, there's, some, oh, okay. there's, some, cool, there's yeah. some cool people that are doing it, yeah. Um. What did I want to ask you? Yeah, there's there's a lot of things I wanted to ask you. I'm trying to <laughs> to pare down for time, but can for sure. can people ride along with you? Is that a thing? Like, if people know where you're going to be, if they're chronicling and following you along, can they? I'm I'm not going to stop anybody. Yeah. Um, it, it hasn't been like part of the kind of you know the public narrative yet. Although, I I always love when like cycling. Uh, teams come out and meet me in cities and that sort of thing so i think that'll probably happen i know that i've got so this year um, um a musician from san francisco hit us up um and asked if she could ride under the the gxax banner gxax is the name like the kind of parent name for the for the for the event and she's yeah. riding from uh seattle to portland maine um and she's she's already on her ride and she's she's doing it under the GXA expander, raising money for Sweet Relief as well. So there, so there's that happening, and then there's a couple cyclists. I think uh, two of two two out of Tulsa that are going to be riding me, with me for a good portion of the ride, and then I have some people coming down from Denver to meet me in New Mexico, oh, okay. and possibly uh, possibly bike across Death Valley with me in August, which so, should be really fun. <laughs> when did she leave Seattle? Like just now because it's been as hot as it has ever been in the pacific i know Northwest. it's crazy uh I, it's fucking unbelievable i i don't <laughs> yeah it's a really inopportune timing but she left maybe 10 days ago or something like that so she's she's in it she's in um, it, yeah she's i think she's in montana now um but i still think it's probably just brutally hot um I was looking at the weather tomorrow. Thank God it looks like we're going to get some respite uh, coming out of New York. But at, right after that, the next week is all hundreds. I think I'm going to be riding in three digits pretty much the entire ride. <laughs> well, I mean, it is July, I suppose. But yeah, I, I have good friends that are in Idaho. And just I was scrolling through Instagram just before we started talking. And they're at their kids' baseball game. And it is 99 degrees in wherever in, Idaho they're in. In fucking yeah. Idaho. God, it, that's insane. Thanks. I will tell you where I am right now. Like I said, just north of Boston, it is 54 degrees and rainy. It it was 100 degrees on Wednesday. Yeah. And it was uh, 53 degrees out last night leaving the Bouncing Souls show. So, Oh, my God. We got absolutely <laughs> demolished in New York last night. Like, it was raining so fucking hard. It's actually kind of cool today. But, yeah, I with the, the, the drive out here, the AC on my van is out. So it was oh, driving no. from from Denver to New York over the course of three days in like 105 degree weather, you know, fucking Tennessee and shit. Um, and it was brutal. Oh my God, that was bad. Yeah. So are you going to keep your uh, documenting things on uh, social media? People can find you and follow along that way. And Yeah. So uh, GoPro sent me a bunch of stuff. And so I'll be doing a bunch of raw footage and sending it to Jam in the Van, who's going to edit like, you know, some, some updates. And then there's also a, a film crew out of Los Angeles that ha has started kind of the nascent process of, uh, of starting a documentary um, on the ride. So they'll be joining for a good portion of the ride. I think they meet up with me in Chicago and then follow me to Los Angeles. Um, so yeah, there's, yeah, there's all kinds of footage. I don't know when it's going to be coming out. I'm not doing any of that stuff. I'm just sending off the raw and yeah. letting it 
I, I can't handle it. I'm not total. <laughs> yeah. And you've got uh, shows coming up along the way, like you said too, right? Chicago, Tulsa, Austin, uh, something like that. Yeah, Chicago. Uh, so, well, my first show's in New York tonight. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Chicago, uh, I believe on the 17th. And then Tulsa, the 31st, Dallas, Austin, possibly Phoenix. And then we're finishing in Los Angeles uh, with a show as well. So, yeah, that's probably going to be the hardest part of the ride just because I don't know if you said that you're a cyclist. I, yeah. I, my, my ulnar nerve gets collapsed from riding and it makes it very difficult to play. Um, oh, so- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my biggest concern right now is that I'm just actually physically going to be incapable of playing, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best, the best tagline you could have for a two month cycle journey is we'll see. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, and then what, so what's the plan after that? Once you get to Los Angeles and, and I would assume rest for a month, uh, what's the plan <laughs> after that? Are you, is the operas going back out on the road or? We have some shows booked. In, well, you have a show booked in uh, two shows. One, one in Los Angeles. Uh, the band is coming out to play the final, uh, the final date, and then we have a show in Denver. Then I'm going to Japan for a little bit, just on vacation. And I think that we're planning on going back on the road in January. Oh, okay. uh, right. So yeah, 2021 is going to just kind of remain a wash. I think we all want to keep our our eye on like what what happens with the next few months because yeah. it's it still feels. I mean, as much as open as everything is, it still feels a little, you know, tenuous as to how this whole thing is going to play out. So we're just kind of we're just kind of waiting for now, I think. Yeah. After being out last night, I've had people say, oh, what's next on your schedule? And I said, honestly, I don't know. Like, I wanted to see how last night went for, yeah. Yeah. for, for a variety of reasons. For but, sure. Yeah. How, how did they handle the uh, like the distancing? Was there any masking or was it just like just <laughs> there? All the staff at the House of Blues in Boston, they all had masks on. Um, there were, let's say, if there were 2,000 people at the show, I would say, I don't know, maybe 10% were wearing masks. A gotcha. couple of the photographers in the pit had masks on, but that was that was really yeah. it. They, they weren't really handling, like there wasn't really, yeah. you can't like, distance at a punk rock hardcore it's show. It's true, you know, and like, you know, like at this point, I know just from what I've seen people, it's just basically people think it's over and maybe it is, you know? And uh, yeah, yeah. It could be over. who knows? I don't know. I think we've been a little blessed. Maybe the like Boston got hit really hard at the very beginning. We've uh-huh. been, we've been really good in terms of vaccination rates and COVID uh-huh. super, super, super low COVID rates for the last few months. That's so I great. think that made everybody feel a little bit, for sure. Better. But there are still like there's a lot of people that I know that didn't go because they just think it's too early or they live with people. I'll tell you what, walking, compromised or... walking around New York, at least in the area that I'm saying it, everybody's still got a fucking mask on, even on the streets. It's, I, I mean, I, I, I think that this city just got shell shocked. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it got hit hard. So um, I'm really curious to see how the show goes tonight. Um, I'm curious if anybody's going to show up. It's like feels like. I, th- this this city definitely feels very on edge about it still. So that's uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I know that they they just like opened up like three days ago. Like that's when the mask mandates went away. So I think that people are still adjusting. Yeah, um, ours we'll was ours was June fifteenth when the okay. state of emergency was lifted. And yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody had masks on at the Corey Brandon show. Like yeah, a week and a half ago. I mean, and... Denver Denver stopped giving a fuck about masks like May first. They just oh, were wow. like, eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. they didn't care. Yeah. I don't know why. So I'm used to it, but it's, it's interesting coming back to the back, back to the East Coast and seeing people here. You know, this we played a show 
in New York, I think like four days before everything shut down. And we had a show on like March 11th last year. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and just like we were riding in the subways and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like everybody was wearing masks and shit. I was like, this is bullshit. Like, whatever, dude, this is going to blow over in a week. Right. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah, a, a good friend of mine played. He was supposed to play on his birthday, March 12th. He played March 11th in New York City, was supposed to come up here and play Boston on his birthday. And that was the first show. He made it like to Connecticut and everybody was like, no, like we got to cancel. It's too sketchy yeah. right now. Yeah, so yeah, that was sure. literally the last thing. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's been a wild year, man. Fuck. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm really excited to, to be following along with you and doing this and I'll be keeping track of how the ride goes. Like I said, it's something I've always wanted to do in the back of my brain. I won't take up too much of your evening. I know you've got a show planned tonight, but well, I appreciate is- it. And I really appreciate you talking to me today. And Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Maybe maybe I'll call back and we can uh, we can catch up and see uh, see where I'm at like midpoint or something. Oh, like that'd that. be great. That'd be great. Yeah. 